0: talk dirty to me. The Quick and the Dirty with Hillary and Sandra. You're kidding me. Here are things that I have put in my mouth. Um, Oh my God, Hillary. (laughs) It's what everyone is talking about. Get Jazzy on I'm Hillary from London and I'm Sandra from Ottawa and welcome to the Quick and the Dirty Podcast. We basically talk about the same stuff you
1: talk about with your friends, really anything that's fun except we record it, we post it online, you laugh at us,
0: it's the circle of life. It totally is a circle of life and today we have a really exciting guest that we're uh, very happy to have on the podcast. Her name is Amanda and she is a witch. So basically what you're saying is I have
1: to be nice to her or she's going to put a hex on me. (laughs) That's right. Best behavior,
0: Hillary. For once. I'll
1: remember that. Now we kick off the podcast every week with our quick because it is the quick and the dirty. So we separate it into two parts of the show. And the quick is basically where Sandra and I recap our week and how we failed at life. So
0: who failed bigger, you or me this week? Ooh, I don't know what you're
1: doing. So why don't you go first?
0: Okay. I am officially Uber poison. What? Uh, yes, I was on my Uber account the other day and it dawned on me and I discovered for the first time I have a 4.4 4 rating on Uber. You have a new, you get rated on Uber? Yes, my customer rating on Uber is a 4.4. 4. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes, it's happening and that, it, now it explains why I can't get an Uber ride in the city. But it's out of five, isn't it? That's good. It isn't good because when you consider this, this is what I've, I've come to find out. Uber drivers don't rate you. Okay, okay, put it this way. When you get an Uber ride and you're done, right? Um, if you, Unless they say different, you're a five. They would have to go into the system, go out of their way to rate you lower than a five, meaning you've done something. Something has happened. There has been an incident. But could it have been like you didn't tip them and they didn't like it? It could have been something like that. I generally tip my Uber riders for a while there. I remember there wasn't a tipping option. Um, a couple of times that I've, I've had an Uber ride and I didn't know about that function where you could go to multiple different places. So I would just tell them verbally and they would be like really pissed off with me. But to get a 4.4 rating is like, wow, what is going on? Like it would imply that I'm the kind of passenger that throws up.
1: Uh, actually, I just I didn't know this existed, but I just went through my app yeah. and it says it could be because you take too long when they arrive.
0: You make them wait. Don't. No, I'm always on time. I'm, I'm, I'm so anal, Hillary. I hate people waiting for me. Not uh, that. Courtesy. Are you kind when you get in? Uh, have you
1: met me? I'm the nicest. Be around. Not when you're loaded. Um,
0: also, uh, safety. Do you put your seatbelt on? Uh, Yeah, generally I actually sit in the front seat because, you know, I'm claustrophobic. So I'll sit in the front, put my seatbelt on and I'm pretty good at reading people. So I feel like um, if they're a chatty person, we'll talk and sometimes they're not chatty and I won't talk. I kind of feel out the room. Have you ever eaten in a car? Never. Okay. And I don't care. And I don't drink booze in the car either in case, because I know that was your next question. I know it.
1: Okay. So I just looked at mine. I didn't even know it existed. I have a four, seven, six.
0: Whoa, Hillary, what have you done?
1: (laughs) I don't think I've done anything. I've forgotten to tip, and I probably, like, my place is a little bit weird. Like, the entrance, it's hard to find, so sometimes I don't know that they've arrived. Because the app, it messes up. Sometimes it doesn't send you the notification that they're there.
0: Okay, but why would why would you be penalized for a technical problem? This is all I'm saying, Hillary. I just want an Uber mulligan in my life. I just want a redo. You know what I, I mean? I don't know why this matters to you because you don't give a crap what real people think about you. Like in life, what do you care about your Uber rating? Because I think, now, now hear me out. I think the reason why I have a bad Uber rating is because of the people I've traveled with. Now, I will order the Uber, generally speaking, in my life, and there will be Mm -hmm. drunk people with me who I think were rated poorly, but ultimately, it ends up on my account like I'm the bad passenger. And Hillary, I'm a great passenger. I'm a great passenger.
1: I just realized what this might have stemmed from. What? My mommy issues? What is it, Hillary? Tell me. No, I know where your bad rating came from. 100%. Remember Nashville? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. Remember well, how you and I were ordering all the Ubers for
0: everyone in Nashville? Yes. And we were hammered? Yes. Well, I don't remember that part, but okay, if you say so. Anyway, where are we going with this? Where are you going I, with this? I, I think that might have been the problem. I First of all, lem, let me just put this out there into the universe. I'm quite delightful when I'm drunk. I'm adorable and cute and so funny. And loud and obnoxious and... <laughs> demanding and <laughs> so you think that my Uber rating came from drunken behavior in Nashville 100% remember but that time we we got the karaoke Uber <laughs> and um, then we were yelling at each other because we didn't like the music yes sting you were like yelling at him like you were in bed with him no turn to the left left higher lower left right you were issuing demands at him <laughs> <laughs> Ding! That's right. So maybe that's why you're Uber rating. Who paid for that cab? And that's gonna I think bother that was me. From... You? I'm so, not gonna okay. lie. I think that one was you. I. You know, I thought I was pretty cute in that cab. So whatever. That's fine. Or but maybe they don't know
1: which one is you, right? They just know what...
0: No. One... But that's not that's the thing about Uber that I hate. You are guilty by association. And I don't like right. that rule in life that you are if you have like a bad friend, that reflects badly on you. It shouldn't 100% ever. 100% your friends reflect on you. Well, if
1: you're dumb enough sucks. to hang out with awful people, I mean, I'm glad you are because we're still friends. But if you're dumb
0: enough to hang out with awful people, uh, then that's on you. Like, I totally judge people by their friends. I sometimes do, but I try not to. And as far as you and I are concerned, we're both bad people. So the way I see it, we cancel each other out. Right.
2: Two like wrongs, just do- make <laughs> a
0: right. That's exactly right. <laughs> together, we're one adorable person, right? Uh, actually, together, we're like four adorable people. <laughs> together,
1: <laughs> we're, we're, a- we're both chubby. But <laughs> uh, adorable, it's what you meant.
0: Okay, I'll be kinder. Three adorable people together. <laughs> uh, t- together, we would be a three point two on Uber. <laughs> our rating would, we should, we should actually never travel together because that's, that's <laughs> for when our we'll own take safety the
1: and the safety of others.
0: Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. you know what happened this week in Ottawa is that Lyft, the, uh, the comp- competitor to Uber opened in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. So we now have a comp- the, the competitor we don't have that in London yet. We have Uber, but not oh, the Lyft. My, my, that was the best day of my life on Thursday when they announced, because I thought, good Uber, I'm done with you. And <laughs> I'm moving over to Lyft where I can finally get my mulligan. So right. now, yes. it's like you've been born again. I'm born you've again. Been baptized. Your sins are gone, and I'm going to be very careful who I travel <laughs> with from now on. I'm going to tip. Uh, this is going to be. This is it. This is my life, Mulligan. Right here, right now. Uh, it's so are you going to leave the husband at home? Because yeah, from what I understand, he gets a little passeo'dy sometimes. <laughs> Can I just tell you that we're coming off of St. Patrick's Day, and yep. that man got hammered off Michelob Ultra this weekend.
1: <laughs> what? How is that possible? That's,
0: it's like 3%. It's basically yeah. water that someone accidentally spilt alcohol in. <laughs> we didn't tell him that we were giving, because he gets so drunk so fast, we didn't actually tell him he was drinking Michelob Ultra. We we, we It was in draft form. So mm-hmm. he as far as he knew, we were drinking Bud Light or you know Coors Light right. or something like that. Even, I knew we were drinking Michelob Ultra, so I could taste that. But it, to him, it was like the placebo effect started right. happening. He uh, started getting drunk as if it was real beer it was hilarious now
1: do you think of him as less of a man because he can't hold his liquor as well as you can
0: (laughs) yes I actually do if we're gonna be honest I just look at him and I go I think to myself you're 250 pounds how are you drunk on Michelob Ultra (laughs) what kind of a man are you get yourself together come on <laughs> or he, at least pretend to be together, like
1: they're exactly. I,
0: I don't even have the heart to tell my big, burly, knuckle dragger of a husband that he got drunk on Michelob Ultra because I know he would feel less than. So, Save
1: it for one of those fights <laughs> where he's right and then throw it in his face. He's like, oh yeah,
0: well at least I don't get drunk on Michelob Ultra. There, I said it. <laughs> there it is. But he's got like he is unbelievable. He got so drunk so fast. In fact, he fell. Another one of those falling stories. We came back from the pub which is within walking distance of the house. And I went to bed because I was, you know, mommy was sleepy. And the kids the next day told me how dad was so drunk that he fell. <laughs> oh God,
1: Sometimes I think God. Tim gets like, he gets drunk for the laugh. Like it might be brought a little bit psychosomatic. Like
0: what? he loves
1: to let go. So he just like, Woo! <laughs> So you think he fell on purpose? Well, or like was like, oh, I'm drunk. Because huh? sometimes, <laughs> like the first time I I smoked marijuana, I'm pretty sure I did that. Like I thought I was high, so I made myself high. Yes. You put on a
0: little bit of a show. Even for myself, <laughs> I was alone. Um, yeah. I feel, yeah. Tim's yeah. kind of past that now. He just, he legit just gets drunk. And if you... like I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, he will start talking to himself unintelligibly at some point in the night. And that's Mm -hmm. what happens. And then that's when his eyes will lose focus. And and then the kids just make Snapchat stories of him. (laughs) Oh dear! there's always a little, a little uh, memory of what daddy has done, but I don't think he puts on a show. I, I I legit think he's gone into another place. He's gone into himself (laughs) as they say. Wow. Yeah. So what was your quick this week? Uh, my quick is uh, I'm either
1: dead inside or was approached with a terrible pickup line because I got hit on it on the weekend and I did not see it. It took my my lesbian best friend to give me
0: the heads up that I was
1: being hit on by a guy.
0: So your lesbian friend knew you were being hit on and you uh, didn't? Right. Okay. Start from the beginning. You got to tell me what this opening line was. Uh, it. <sighs> I've never been so offended
1: by an opening line. Never tell a woman approaching her 30s that, oh, wow, you totally remind me of this mom from this movie.
0: Oh, no. I
1: mean, and then I said, what? And he said, well, she was a hot mom. (laughs) And then he sat down at our table and wouldn't stop talking. And I was very confused. I didn't I thought we were just being social and friendly. And then he added me to Facebook and then we left. And apparently he was telling his friends that I really liked him. (laughs)
0: <laughs> i missed the what? whole thing okay who is this person now this is just i don't so-
1: know He's like 32 he lives in my neighborhood i don't know
0: and you didn't pick up on the fact that he was trying to pick up pick not you at up. all we were showing dog pictures i was really into his dog like i, I would <laughs> take the nice. dog out okay honestly how long have you not been single now when was the last time you were dating three years uh, two and a half how are you so out of the loop that you don't know when you're being flirted with I don't know Either
1: like I've got the blinders on Except for dogs But I've got the blinders on (laughs) Yeah And I just don't see it And maybe it's also Like a little bit Of self confidence Stuff where you just I I was wearing a ponytail And a black V-neck t-shirt Like I I did I did not make you proud (laughs) <laughs> However, I will say I was at a, a local establishment that had mostly older ladies. So, of the crew, I probably was the hottest person there who wasn't a lesbian. So, <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> so you're saying it was basically relative next yeah. to those women, you were the hot one. I think so. That's terrible. That is so not right, Hillary. I'm no, a that's relative true. hot person, <laughs> and you didn't pick up on what he was selling. That's no, too bad. he was
1: like just he was uh, chatting, and he sat down well first he was kind of like lurking which always makes me uneasy lurkers at bars like not saying anything and then they wait for something to pounce on like they wait for (laughs) you to say something that's mildly embarrassing so they can tease
0: you which doesn't take long for me let me tell you so in in (laughs) retrospect he obviously was you can see it now yeah but I totally missed it oh Hillary girl Why? What happened to you? I don't know. Like his friends were leaving and he was like, no, 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 man, I'm going to stick around. And I still didn't see it. OK, first of all, I want to say that as, as weird as this guy sounds, I really respect the fact that he tried to pick somebody up in person and didn't try to pick somebody up on Tinder because people don't know how to talk to each other. People don't know how to approach strangers anymore, especially in bars or social settings. So shout out to this guy who tried and uh, boo to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, but did he really try? Because then he added me to Facebook because he couldn't seal the deal in person. No that obviously he's got an issue closing, right? <laughs> not every guy is a good closer, but that's Sales okay. Sales is not his strong point. That's okay. He tried. You know what I mean? He said hello. Right. So are you a so we're certain now that he was trying to go in for the romantic relationship. Oh, yeah. My friend Jess says she heard him talking to his
1: friends about how much he thought I liked him. Aww. I don't know if that's cute or tragic. (laughs) I feel bad for him, but I also feel bad for me because I'm dead inside. well th- I like, don't know at if what that's point true. Do you just
0: assume that nobody would be interested anymore when you're like, my I'm age there. no when you're my age when you're in your mid 40s men stop looking at you in a sexual way uh, all my girlfriends and I have all said the same thing men don't look at us the way 10 years ago the way like you I'm 10 years older than you so men just don't look at me the way they used to and one of my girlfriends said it's because men that are our age are now dating much younger women well because the younger women they don't
1: expect anything
0: I guess not. So there's I guess it's relative. So like a seventy year old would find me super hot. But <laughs> <laughs> it's all relative. It depends where you are in life. But that's what my girlfriends seem to think that most men who are my age who are now divorced or single are going for much younger women and that seems to be the cycle of things, which is sad in itself. But uh yeah, anyway. But yeah, I
1: think you, it's because if you go
0: for a younger woman, you look like you have your shit together when they don't yet. Right. Well, in theory, right? But just so you know, you'll be way deader inside the older you get. Oh,
1: I can't wait. That's the
0: wait. point that I was trying to
1: make. It I cannot worse. wait
0: to be more dead inside than I already oh, feel. Oh, Hillary, what's not to love about you, honestly? You're the best. But
1: it, I, I just can't believe it. Like, there was a time when I could walk into a bar, even at my heaviest. So I've lost about 100 pounds. Right. Even at my heaviest, I could walk in a bar and be like, that one. And seal the deal. <laughs> And, and like at any time because you know when you have a big personality you can make anything happen you can laugh make someone laugh into submission
0: that's right oh my god I so agree with that that's true and now you don't even know when it's happening anymore yeah. you are dead inside
1: <laughs> what is wrong with me
0: <laughs> I don't I, I think the bigger question is we should this is a line of questioning maybe we should take with your boyfriend <laughs> like what did he do to you, you know what I mean? he's taken something from you Hillary clearly uh I think it's just maybe my heart. Oh, honey, that that I just threw up a little in my mouth. I was just about to say we've taken a sweet turn, and I actually don't like it. I want to talk to the witch now. Okay. Not All the right. bitch. No, that's right. I'll talk to you again next week. Okay. I, I'm really excited about this week's podcast. Um, Amanda is a friend of a friend, actually, and she told me about a week ago that she is a friend who is a witch, and among other things, of course, but I thought, oh, I got to get her on the podcast, so please welcome to the Quick and the Dirty podcast, Amanda Catro. Good morning, everyone.
2: Hello. Welcome.
0: Hi. Hi. <laughs> Listen to
2: you, you sound so sexy. I was oh going to say goodness. creepy,
1: but maybe that's just because I know you're a witch.
2: <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I'm, I'm always curious what people's assumptions about what what is a witch, like what comes up for you when you hear that? Like, I'm curious what assumptions you might have made of me, even just you haven't even seen me yet. Oh, well, I'm going to let Hillary mm-hmm. answer that first because okay. she hasn't
0: seen you and she hasn't had uh, the benefit of talking to you like I have. So, Hillary, mm-hmm. what what are your assumptions?
1: I honestly don't have a lot. I was totally teasing. Okay. Uh, the witch thing doesn't scare me at all because I have friends who are self-proclaimed Wiccans. Mm. I have a, a lot of like hippy, dippy, trippy friends that are spiritual people that I kind of feel like at, at a different time may have been considered witches. Interesting.
0: I, on the other hand, know nothing about uh, the witch... I actually you gave you sent me a website I uh, it's it's a witch school website that in which you are a graduate here in Ottawa yeah here in Ottawa and I'm shocked by all of this because when I think of witch honestly I I mean I think of the Wizard of Oz and the Wicked Witch of the North and whatever and I don't really 100% know or in my mind have formulated a thought on what a witch necessarily is obviously there's spirituality involved there's spells is what I think there's magic but beyond that i really i really don't know what it is so how would you sum it up
2: so for me essentially being a witch um, my my basic motto and practice all stems around doing as i wish and harming none so whatever i choose to do it's with pure intention usually rooted in love and connection and whether it's um ritual with self or creating a moment with others, or inviting community to action something like it all comes from that root belief um, and and value and motto of like doing as I will but harming none. So I like to uh, spark ideas. I I like to bend light and maybe take someone's negative thoughts, which might be really deep and dark and rooted, and maybe shift that. To something a little more lighter, shift a frame so that they can see a reflection of something they might have missed. Um, uh, Listening to you this morning, Hillary, talking about, you know, I, I can't, I don't understand why I had this interaction with this guy and I totally missed out. And then you went to the heart, and I was like, see, that's what I picked up on. It's like you said you used to walk into a room and you could just, you know, with a laugh draw someone to you. I was like, where has that laugh gone? It sounds like something has shifted.
1: But. I'm in love. Hmm. <laughs> I've got a person, so okay. I'm not
2: looking. Fair enough. I think that's interesting though, too. Um, I'm in love. I I love often. I love deeply. I have male lovers. I have female lovers. I have lovers in an array, like there are some people in my life who I fall in love in just a moment. And there are other people in life where um, maybe we're together for a year, maybe we're together for years. Uh, However I choose to show up, all of the people in my life have an understanding of me that the way that I'm going to engage them is from a place of love and respect. And that's how I show up wherever I am. And I open myself to things. It's like I, one of my friends said something really profound the other day. She said, I am open to all and attached to none. I was just like, I still have shivers.
0: <laughs> when I you think of that? Oh my gosh. But isn't really, I, we're, aren't we talking about just putting positive energy mm. into the universe and it shall come back to you? Am I, oh, I mean, that's pretty broad. I get right. that.
2: I don't know that it's just positive. I think people kind of shift toward that. But I, I spent the last year in in witch school, learning a little bit more about the dark, from whence we came, the burning times. These, oh my gosh, dark, dark times where women who were like practi- practicing um, uh, herbal medicine or or things that other people couldn't understand, and deemed witches and they were burned at the stake and you know um lots of things taken from them for me though like even something as simple to contrast with say winter here in Canada dark days man (laughs) right it's like how do you take that time and instead of you know forcing the light forcing the spark what if we wrapped ourselves in the darkness what if we were okay to close our eyes and just embrace the depth of it not distracting ourselves not putting on the light, but just accepting, being, not trying to do, just being with whatever's most alive and real at that time, whether it's the darkness of winter or the bright sun of summertime.
0: Take me back to the moment you said I want to go to witch school. <laughs> because again, <gasps> the fact that there's even a, a website called witchschool.ca. Yeah. Is when I when I checked it out briefly yesterday, I went, when is the moment that you decide in your life that what you need is witch
2: school? How do you what led you there? Interesting. Um I guess it was more rooted in in goddess work. I mean, I'd been getting together with other women in circle um, for years, we would meet in the forest, we would light a fire, we would gather together, wrapped in our shrugs, and at various times of the year, we would talk of things that we wished to ignite in our lives and things we wanted to extinguish or let go of. And we would all hold space with each other. And watching these women grow over time and allowing them to witness my journey was so deep and profound. And I was like, there's something... I'd like to understand more of what's happening. It's kind of like, this feels very magical and wonderful um, and soul nourishing. And the woman who would host these events, Karen Kaskinen, I have permission to say her name, um, she, she was the one who initiated the whole idea of witch school. She's like, if people are really, truly longing to understand what's happening, it's like, why do we call in the directions east, south? West, North. Why do we do things at certain times of the year? What's going on with the moon? What's happening with our bodies during moon time? Like all of this stuff, like these, um, it's almost like it's a sisterhood, it's a fellowship, and there's a learning. Like I think there's so much disconnect between our mind, our heart, and our body. And I was like, I want to reclaim that. I want to reclaim body. I want to reclaim my relationship with earth and with my sisters. I don't want to be competing anymore. I don't want this whole attachment thing and like clinging to things so tightly. Like it's uncomfortable for other people. It's like letting go, surrendering to what is real. Um, Wish school just so strongly resonated with me. I wanted to know where I came from. I wanted to know the history behind it. Like why were women demonized so much for attempting to help others? It didn't make any sense to me. And I, am, ah, being a very strong feminist and um, eco-conscious person, I was just like, I feel most comfortable in my own skin when I'm naked in nature. And when I can do that with my sisters and we all show up and we see our different body types, we see our diversity, we celebrate that, that is fucking magical. Excuse my language. <laughs>
0: It's good. Noting the time, <laughs> right?
2: I was like, "Can I? Can I say that?" Sure, you can. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. For me, it's that's magical. And for me, for years too, I had um, people had said I had this gift. Like when I would, I would sing, everything would stop, and um, I kind of wanted to understand what I was doing. And what I've come to learn is, I channel emotion. I channel other people's stories. I, I am a light in this world and people are drawn to me because I, I come with open heart and it just, it spills onto everyone who's close to me and I'm learning to like contain and also expand that. So it's not just for me and it's not just for the people who are immediately in my life. It's also for community and I want to help other women. So for me, like I, I have learned to shape Events, I've learned to very mindfully craft um, opportunities to connect because it's not about, it's not necessarily the music making that is the magic piece. That's just the draw. For me, I start with that, this kind of the expression. It's almost like the call come forward. And then when we're all in that moment together, when we're all having the same experience and I'm open and you're open, then we are connected. It's the connection yeah, piece. That's exactly
0: what I was just going to say. It just feels like you get together and there's a connection between yes. all of you. Um, can mm-hmm. I go back to the goddess thing for a second? Sure. Because I asked you about which school and then you said we were goddesses. So, so tell me about that's the goddess it. thing first. That's It started there. It's, What's the goddess? It's, and can um, I be one, please? <laughs> Hillary, you, I, you're already there. That's right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, you, you are goddess. We all are. It's reclaiming that. It's coming to see ourselves again. I think sometimes what happens... Life packs so much shit on over time that like you don't recognize yourself anymore. And when you start cleansing that off, when you take off the layers of your social status and your rings and whatever else, your brand name clothes, and you all show up as is, it is so powerful and so beautiful. Well,
1: because I'm not saying I want to see you naked right now. Oh, no. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I, I totally get that because as mm. women, I don't know what society's done. We're constantly mm. or seemingly in competition with each other,
2: Mm-mm-mm.
1: or there are so many women who are and comparing ourselves to other people and how do we stack up? And it's so unhealthy. That's
2: what sells. If you're insecure and you're like, oh, I'm not okay until I have this product. I'm not okay unless I wear this item. I'm not okay unless I have this person until I have a title. Guess what? Like if you can find that place where you're okay with you and you're okay with anyone else that shows up in your life being just who they are, that's a beautiful place to be. Were, Were you not in that place once? I think there was a time in my life where I didn't have a really clear sense of myself. Um, I was grasping, I wasn't happy, Uh, I put all of my energy into my raising my son, who's now 20, like grown and gone, Um, and that was my life, I I spent a lot of my, my 20s kind of reparenting myself and trying to figure out who I was, because there was a disconnect that happened with my mother, and my mother with her mother, there were things that weren't passed on that I needed, I didn't know what to do, and it wasn't until I linked into Goddess community where... We would get together and the first time someone hugged me and they just, they looked in my eyes and said, hello, beautiful goddess. I was like, you talking to me. <laughs> what is this? And I just, I cried. Sorry. I mean, we're in the heart place. Honestly, like I, I didn't know that I was always that I've always been that. So again, how
0: did you get, how do you just found a friend who said, come with me to, uh, a, how do you tap into a goddess community? Ah. Where are the, this is okay. at, at my ripe old age. I mm-hmm. have never heard of this. I've heard of witches. Really? But, yeah. I'm telling you, I live a sheltered life. I live in the suburbs, people. So mm-hmm. no, there is, there is, I don't have time for this. What you were talking about when you're a parent, mm-hmm. I have been parenting my children. They're still teenagers right now. There's no time for me in many respects. There and can I can be, of course there can be, mm-hmm. but
1: Hillary, you've heard of it? Oh, absolutely. I have friends who sort of identify this way. I wouldn't say I do, but uh, there is part of me oh, that. This is yeah, cool. That understands what it's all about and connects in some way to it. I wouldn't call myself a witch, but I, mm. the, the whole goddess thing, I totally get. So are you, yeah. are
0: goddess and witches the same thing? No. Oh, there's two different no, things no, 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 completely. No. Okay. Okay. That's so, You have to talk slow to me because I seriously gotcha. come into this with very little knowledge. And a lot of people listening to the podcast may not have anything, be like, just like me.
2: Well, I... I hear your curiosity, yeah. and I'm really excited to let you know that there is an access point. Like, the women in which school have wanted to invite community back in because now we feel safer to show up as we are, as we believe. Um, and we have started around the goddess, which essentially is... Um, a gathering, a ritual gathering, where people come wherever they are in their belief or what have you to come to learn. It's it's an open space, open to community. If you look it up on Facebook, Around the Goddess um, usually happens around the equinoxes or um, solstice times. Okay.
1: Do you think that the word mm. witch comes with so much history that it's almost a problem because it's not really what you're about. I Mm -hmm.
2: mean, which is, you know what? That's the big reason why I thought it was so important to come and talk today. Because guess what? Um, Being a witch is not what is portrayed in media. It is not what you see in Disney films. It is not what you see in movies. It's such uh, the witches that I know are shapeshifters. They're dancers. They are um heart openers. They are community builders. They are women who when you meet them inspire to such a degree they change people's lives in one meeting. It's amazing. It sounds more like female empowerment, really. It's totally that. It's us coming together and it's not just one plus one equals two. That's there's this synergy that happens. When everyone taps in It's like, guess what? show up as you are. I'm like, my strength is music. Someone else is like, Hey, I have a venue. Someone else is like, Oh my God, I'm amazing at designing posters. And I have like all of these network connections and it's like, okay, what's our plan? And like, it just starts with an idea. And then we all come together and we work to raise each other up. We work to support one another. We, we hold space and we witness and we hold when there's dark times too. Like, it's amazing.
1: So why not call it something else if society doesn't
2: get your name? It's like, um, I would say, maybe we should stop calling black people black people. Let's stop calling witches witches. It's uh, what you are, Is what you're saying. I'm saying. So why change the name It's for it is public relations purposes? It is a word. And when I, when I specifically frame it in the sense of reclaiming witch... I want to change the way that people experience that, experience me, because every person that I know who identifies as a witch is going to show up as a human first, okay? And their practices may be in line with um, a certain spirituality, and and even under the umbrella of which there's so many subsets because it is an individual practice, because the root of it is. Um, do as you will harm none. That's, that's it. That's the only rule. There is no laundry list of regulations and how you're supposed to do things. You go on the internet, you'll find a gazillion different ways that people practice that at, at the core of it though, is do you want to live more mindfully with intention? Um, and, and what are the gifts that you bring and how do you want to work your magic? Like I do it through communal events. I do it in my love relationships and, I also do it for myself just to get grounded and centered. When you think of witches, the the feeling like
0: Hillary was alluding to would be mm. fear. In the past, uh-huh, the word witch was a very scary word and obviously witches have been pr- persecuted yes f-
2: throughout time. I am showing up because I'm I'm looking Fear in the face. I will no longer make choices in my life or stop making choices in my life because there is fear. Right. But why do you think there is so much fear? It has been but born and that... bred for generations, hundreds of years.
1: And that fear mm-hmm. goes beyond witches. Absolutely. Humans fear what they do not know. Period. Yes. I fear space. I, sp- I like. Mm-hmm. It's just if you don't understand it, if you can't comprehend it, you're going to fear it.
2: Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm here. This how
0: sad that up. it's how how sad that it's twenty eighteen and you're still explaining yourselves.
2: Do you know what I mean? I think we need to have more of these conversations. I'm right. so grateful that you you opened up this opportunity and that other people will have an opportunity. It's like, oh well which can mean just about anything? Yes. Absolutely. See, I didn't know that. I had yes. no idea.
0: I thought it was a specific kind of a practice, almost like a religion. No, like that, that's which, the feeling which that Which are I got. you?
2: That's right. Okay. Right? Fair enough. What about men? Where do they fit into all of this? We have begun to integrate them as well. Like, I've had my partner um, come and join us to de- help him understand what's going on. Like, we're not, I thought it was funny when you brought up hexing. I don't know. Um, I, I personally don't get into the spell casting in the traditional sense, I suppose. Oh, oh, but we're going to have to talk about that in a second. (laughs) Um, But that said, like men are welcome. One of the other things too, I've been really working on and I've been a huge proponent for is change cannot happen to the exclusion of others when we start doing us and them. So guess what? I have invited my partners, male, female, non-binary to come and be a part of this experience with me. I want them to share moments with me. And when it's in circle with all of the other beautiful humans that I know, it can be a pretty magical time. It's like us together holding hands, singing, um, acknowledging a certain time of the year and feasting together like on food and each other's hearts. It's amazing. (laughs) That sounds amazing. Yeah. And it sounds like it fuels
0: your soul is what it sounds like. It does. Uh, Back to the men for a second. Yeah. You invite them into your community. Mm hmm. What about their community? Do they have a witch community
2: on their own or does it work like that? Um, I think there are some men who are identifying toward that, Um, but I don't know of any specific communities that I could name offhand. I know there are men who are starting to come together, especially in light of this whole Me Too movement. There's been a huge shift where men are coming to understand. They're like, oh my God, I've been hurting women and I didn't even realize it. And they're just like, this shock and just like, how do I stop this? How can I be better? What do I need to do to show up fully for my, my woman? And, and how can I support her? How can I stop other men from doing the things that it would hurt them as well? So it's, um, I think some men are just getting together and learning that they can draw on each other's experiences and going into that place of vulnerability was like hey man I can't handle this on my own like I'm going through this and obviously a million other people are like let's have a frigging conversation
1: I think in the past though mm. it's been more acceptable for groups of men to secretly gather and mm. and do whatever it is they do I mean you look at the Masons you look at the moose lodges mm. and all those other things and there seems to be uh, a little bit of pullback when it comes to women because you, you know what happens when women
2: get together Together. It moves the fucking world around is what happens. <laughs> Stuff starts shifting and ideas start changing and people start marching and all of a sudden laws start changing. It's happening. It's powerful. They they were right to be scared. There is a fear out there because we can make a difference, because we are so powerful. And especially when we unite, when we come together, when our voices are heard, it changes. Things Who run the world? (laughs) Even (laughs) women women who
1: aren't or don't identify as witches. Like Mm -hmm. we were talking about our trip to Nashville Mm -hmm. uh, earlier on the the show. Mm -hmm. And that is a group of powerful women. We're all kind of in the same industry. We get together and it is a different feeling
0: Mm -hmm. when you're gathered together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've always said those weekends, those girls weekends that Mm -hmm. we do are, they fill my soul in a way that other occasions don't it's that particular group of women
2: that just does it for me (laughs) what can I say when you get together with people who share similar values right who are in a similar headspace, potentially sometimes similar in age and or um just direction when you're in the flow when you're exactly where you need to be that feels pretty freaking amazing
0: yeah that's that's a good example of that Hillary because I don't know do you feel the same way yeah it's a it's a different feeling
1: Then Mm -hmm. even getting together with uh, one or two friends here in London or, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, there are two groups of women in my life. There are my northern girls who we don't get together anymore because everybody's kind of split. But when it does happen, it's something really special and you leave uh, almost lighter. I feel lighter when I'm done. Mm.
0: Yeah, all those little problems that you have in your daily life don't seem so important anymore. And you have, I feel like I walk away with sort of a big picture calm in my life. Those little things that, you know me, I bitch about everything. I mean, I bitch about my heels. I bitch about the Uber. I'll always find something to bitch about. But a weekend with these ladies, it's it's all good again. Everything's great again. And I don't sweat Mm -hmm. the small stuff. You know what
1: it feels like? Because I'm not religious anymore, but I can remember going to church and then leaving church and then having like a... That sort of reborn, restart, refresh feeling.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, can I ask you about the hex? <laughs> I need to ask you about <laughs> you that. You can. It's I, not something I'm. <laughs> you're not trying to hide it, are you? You're not putting one on me right now, are you? I honestly... She's not into it. She already <laughs> said. <laughs> but we were talking about magic. Okay. Uh, and we were joking about it before we started the podcast. Mm.
2: How, how much of that was jokey jokey and how much of that was real? So for me, it's funny when I first came in and you, you, you spoke to, oh, wow, you smell amazing. And I was yeah. like, that's part of my magic. Yeah, Seriously, because I, when, I, when I start my day, I usually start it with cuddles and then a nice warm shower. And then I, I put beautiful creams on my body and specifically um, douse myself with a lovely mixture of patchouli oil and vanilla. Because for me... I want to um, really ground myself in that, but I also I want to set off an interaction in a really positive way. And for me, it's kind of like scent is like that lure. You smell something, you walk into a bakery, you're like, oh yeah, you you want some of that, right? And I was like, I was hoping you really wanted this interview with me, and that it would be luscious and lovely, and we would just kind of sink into the depth of it and. And I knew it was going to be light and fun, but I also really hope that we would, we would get into some of the trench stuff as well. Um, The hexing piece, to be honest, like I, I, I'm not well versed in that, nor have I sought to learn more about that. For me, I'm, I'm a heart opener. I, I'm expansive. I'm, I'm not in being subtractive and like, I don't know. Um, I, I honestly don't have enough knowledge around hexing to even speak to that.
1: All right. So the magic mm-hmm. that you do—you mm. y- had mentioned uh, like potions and things like that. Scent. Where
2: essential oils. I mean, if you Scent. want to call that a potion, it's interesting. Well, yeah. Right?
1: I mean, I, I have talked to other people who kind of are involved in this realm, and some are essential oils, some mm. don't, some do energy work, some don't. Mm-hmm. It's very personal, right?
2: Absolutely. And for me too, like the the music piece. So for me. Um, not just creating events where I got to play my music, but rather creating something that will raise up the profile of amazing women doing extraordinary things in our community, but also um, invite community to participate and support local organizations that help women who are struggling. So, for example, um, I'm putting together... Uh, an event called celebrate her and it's expressions of the feminine essentially i have storytellers spoken word poets um a burlesque dancer even hello i know Fine. right yeah. it's so sexy and for me like i'm wanting to curate moments and like put together very special experiences for people um to come and celebrate our differences, our diversity, hear the stories of women who know best to express themselves in whatever art form, who can open a dialogue with community just by sharing those things. And then all of us together as a collective, the impact that we can have to take financial proceeds and donate them to, say, the Sexual Assault Support Center, which is a beautiful service in Ottawa and and still needing support, unfortunately, because, sexual violence is still really prevalent, right? So my magic comes in the draw. It comes in bringing people together. It's that spark. It's that, um, the mindful and like setting mindful intention to do a specific thing. These events sound mm-hmm. so
0: special when you say how you curate these different moments mm-hmm. and these different experiences for women, when you tell people your co-workers for example or other mm. people outside your inner circle we'll call it mm-hmm. when you say i'm a witch mm. i'm a goddess mm. what is their initial reaction to that
2: <laughs> i'm curious about that a because giggle because generally do, do Some people are just like oh okay um, <laughs> do they mm-hmm. just think you're kooky maybe a little especially you know my my birthday party was okay all of my lovely people come dressed as goddesses or your higher self and people really showed up like it's amazing. And I post those kind of things on social media. I'm pretty, uh, yeah, I'm pretty out there to some, some would say I'm, I'm, I'll take it all. It's like, guess what? I love to celebrate. I love to dress up. I love sparkles. I love (laughs) smells. I love food. I love the taste. I love the, the feeling of things. And I embrace that. And some people think I'm a total weirdo. I have had those kind of adjectives thrown at me. Weird, different, kooky, queer. I'm like, well, yeah, the last one. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> um, now, when you meet a romantic partner, how do you explain to them your lifestyle? Cause I, I would say it's like a
2: lifestyle or spirituality. Ah, mm, uh, that's, uh, from the lens of witchiness or polyamory? Yeah,
1: witchiness. Like, uh. I, I understand the polyamory. We've talked to, to poly people before. Okay, um, But, I mean, you're getting into a relationship with someone
2: new. Mm-hmm. How do you broach it? I usually show them my altar. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's like, welcome to my space. And I have a a certain space in my room where I have um, various things I've collected over the years, Um, certain elements of water and um, earth and fire and um, air. So all of those elements and all of the directions, I have something that I come to, and that's kind of my grounding place. I start my day with this as a focal point. It's like, where is my body, and how do I want to show up in the world today? It's kind of a mindset thing, and having those physical items, tapping into where am I in relation to east, north, south, west.
0: Is this like a meditation almost that you do? Absolutely. So You 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 sit at your altar, and then you sort of light the candles light your candles and you get your clarity almost yeah
2: there's usually yeah there's usually again the sense I have a certain ritual in in how I start my day so that I can show up grounded centered open clear yeah yeah it's that simple. And so when someone comes into my life, I usually give, like most people are like, hey, this is my house. No, no, no. And it's like, oh, and here's my altar. And <laughs> um, this is where I, I get centered and grounded. And there are some women who love to just come and we'll do yoga together or something. Um, sometimes we'll just sit out in the back and we'll watch a sunset and we'll let things burn. And just being in space together, like that's a meditation and that's holding space for one another. And it's, it can be anywhere, anytime. And it's lovely to have like a home in which I I have the luxury of like space where I can keep those things and I can continually come back to it. But it's also something that travels with me, and I don't necessarily have to have specific items with me all the time. I just find where I am in relation to space and I show up in whatever way um, yeah, just I, I just I am.
0: <laughs> it feels like as a society. Hmm. We don't generally take that time to do what you do because I can't remember the last time I had five minutes where I could calm myself or usually, and Hillary, you and I, before we started the podcast, what did you say? You, you barely slept last night because your mind was racing Mm -hmm. and I have the same problem that I'm always spinning. Mm -hmm. I feels like I'm always spinning and, and the world is crazy and I'm worrying about this. And if that's good, I'll find something else. Believe you me, I'll always find something uh-huh. but in about eight weeks time actually I have a vacation counter I'll show it to you later if you ask uh, I'm going to, <laughs> I've been showing everybody they hate me I'm going to Jamaica with uh-huh. the with the specific purpose of throwing away my phone throwing away all the shit in my life uh-huh. and I just want to be for a week now, I want to be at the pool bar. Don't get me wrong for a couple of those moments. <laughs> but for the most part, I just want to be able to take stock of where I am, who I am, all those all those things that you talked about. Mm-hmm. Come, Bring your altar. Let's just go. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Let's do this, Amanda. Well, that's something, too. I mean, people usually plan their vacations, and we're more human doings than human beings these days, it seems. Yes. Right. And it's like we praise each other It's like, how much did you get done? And like most people's response instead of I'm fine these days is like, oh, I'm really busy. That B word. Oh, my gosh. I was one of those people. And then it's like, when am I going to start putting me first? Because guess what? No one else is going to do that for me. Everyone else is too busy doing their own stuff. Yeah. So it was Mm -hmm. like at first. Oh, my God meditation (laughs) I thought I was doing it wrong for the longest time until I figured out I was just doing the wrong type of meditation it's like moving meditation so yoga or a forest walk or um just taking a moment to focus on a breath like that that all qualifies it's like it doesn't have to be this regimented thing just like being a witch doesn't have to be this regimented thing and being a goddess either like it's it's by choice, it's by design. It's not about your actions, it's about your
0: your mind, really. It yeah. sounds putting yourself in the right headspace. Is that what,
2: what we're It's talking? not just the head. I think a big piece of the doing piece is it's all up here. It's all in your head. If you can bring it down into your heart and your chest, do you ever get like that tight feeling in your chest and you can barely oh, get a full all breath the time. and you're just like, all the time. Me too, Hillary. I'm like anxiety yeah. central. Yeah. Exactly. Like I suffer from anxiety as well, but I've learned to find things like slow it down. Like even when I'm with someone instead of like coming into the room, Oh, Hey, it's great to meet you. I was like, how about I just slow that down? Hey, it's so great to meet you and take a moment, really feel their heart and their chest against mine. Smell like inhale. If you took like an extra 10 seconds in a hug, and just actually took a breath with another human, that really changes everything in the interaction. What a way it's to connect, powerful, right? Yeah. yeah. So just slowing it down, just slow down. If, All
0: right. If, Amanda, if anybody would like some more information, would you recommend that they go to the witchschool.ca
2: website or are there any, any other places? If that's what resonates with them. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Uh also goddess if you're still not sure about the witchy thing um and the learning cuz that is like yeah. full on school like there there are classes you show up there's slides there's history it goes right back into like Um, paleolithic times and oh yeah it's hardcore you're deep (laughs) oh yeah and the archives of some of the crones that we have in our community so women who have the knowledge who are scholarly and have trained and have traveled all the world to the various goddess sites it's ah it's such a wellspring of information and incredible humans to align yourself with if that's your calling Mm -hmm. but if you're wanting to just kind of dip your toe in or, or, get a sense of what it feels like to show up in body instead of just in your head around the goddess is a really great place to start around the goddess around gonna- the goddess. And our next um, event is going to be on April 24th. It's a Saturday. I can't remember the location, but again, that's available online. We're making these publicly available to people. Okay. So you can come in and, and see what it feels like to be with other women. I'm
0: going to put those links on our mm. podcast description as well. So if anyone wants more information about
2: uh, witch school yeah. <laughs> or uh, information about goddesses, mm. it and shall be there. And if you want to meet me, you can come find me at Celebrate Her Expressions of the Feminine. I have that show coming up April 7th.
1: Amanda, thank you so much for joining us thank on the Quick you. and the Dirty
2: podcast. Okay. Have a great day, ladies. You
1: too. And don't forget to follow The Quick and the Dirty on social Instagram at Hillary on air at Sandra Kiss 1053, Twitter at Hillary Welch at Sandra Kiss 1053, and Facebook at Quick and Dirty Podcast. If you got a question for us, you can email us at Quick and the Dirty at gmail.com.